This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, between the 2nd and the 16th of July, Dunedin's Puaka Matariki Festival uh, celebrates the Māori New Year and much more. Uh, we thought we'd take an opportunity to touch base with uh, the coordinator for the festival, Vicky Lennon, who joins us on the programme now. Morena, great to have you with us, Vicky. Thanks for coming in. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me in today. Now, it's been a busy time for you, I know, pulling together the many strands of this festival. It's a complicated <laughs> cloak this, that we've been weaving together, yes. Yeah, well, look, I, let's talk about that. Why? What, what is it that you need to take care about when curating a festival like this? That's a really good question. Uh, it's not my job to deliver any of the festival's per, events per se. My job is to oversee the coordination of the festival programme and to offer advice to event producers to help them deliver a safe environment for their participants. There are so many changes in the environment, the event sector, not just COVID-19 preparations, but you know trip hazards and yeah, just the little things just to look after. Um, and, and support, it's, it's nice to know that we've got a physical support network out there that we can reach out and rely on each other for help and advice if we need to. It's probably quite a big question, but how would you describe the culpapa of the festival? There's two strands, but they're utterly in, in, inextricable from each other. So we've been talking about this for the last few years to reinforce the tradition of this time of year. We look to our festival events celebrating both Wanaka, that's learning and sharing of knowledge, and Fanakataka. So that's um, the root word there is Fano. Fanaka means relation. So it's about relationship building, community building, basically. So finding your people in your neighbourhood and looking to the future together while talking about the past. Yeah, and talking about the past, and it's uh, you know it's in recent times been very challenging for people right across the world. You can't ignore what's mm. happened with COVID, um, it, it, just in relation to its impact on people, perhaps even in their willingness and ability to be able to put energy behind something like a festival. Oh, kia ora. It's really um, important for us all to acknowledge that there are still people in our community, and I'll put my hand up and say that I'm still quite nervous about COVID-19, this very clever virus that has been changing its form each time it meets a new uh, medical miracle obstacle. Yes, it's a very effective, invisible little pathogen there. We, we are particularly vulnerable. It's been a lot of talk in this, just this last week about the vulnerability of Indigenous peoples, but actually all humans are vulnerable to this situation. The unspoken thing there is that Indigenous populations often have um, well, let's be frank, colonial diseases that compromise our immune systems. Um, and and we're, um, this is a very broad brush here, of course. Not everybody will fit this um, paradigm, but uh, old people die young, and we don't want to accelerate that. And, and uh, it's, it's incumbent upon us to make sure that we're looking after every member of our community, whether we're related to them or not. Yeah, and historically, uh, this festival has been about um, communities coming together and acknowledging all of these things, all of these things that yes. have happened to them over the years. Yes, yes, it, it is, is Māori New Year. It is our tradition to, in Aotearoa Dunedin to come inside because it's cold. 
And of all the years that I've lived in Dunedin, it is certainly a time where you have to make a really strong call about, oh, I'm home now, am I actually going to leave the house again? There's so, But actually there are some um, festival events that are pretty hard to ignore. They do call you out and promise a warmth of environment and I know that they'll deliver too so yeah that that support network is both physical and that warmth is right there metaphorically too we won't be able to walk through the entire program this morning the best thing for you to do if you've got access to the internet is to take a look at the festival website matarikidunedin.co.nz the festival events are all listed on the calendar there Um, but but Perhaps we could take an opportunity to, to get a flavour of the range of events that are on offer, Vicky. Tiniest little things, uh, just the, those precious little Eti Pranamu. The Hokan is a place that most people are a little bit like, all oh, that's for PhD research. It's for everybody. There is so much stuff in the Hokan Library. And just to draw you in a little bit of a taster, you can pop through into the foyer and they'll have a display case there that celebrates some of the collection material that relates directly to the two celestial tohu, the two celestial markers that we celebrate down here in Dunedin, both the Lone Star Puaka and the Star Cluster Matariki. There are meditative events, there's Yoga Under the Moon, we're doing some collaborative um, co-billings with the New Zealand International Science Festival. It's led by um, Fanaka Jessica Latin. Indeed, Jessica has three events on our program, two original theatre pieces that she's created, one to be delivered at Aramwana Castle. It's a new location for us. And one in the Great Hall at Ovalston. That'll be lovely. It's an, another really interesting part of our history in Dunedin that the... Um, the community up there on Royal Terrace did a lot to celebrate our collecting and the building of our Farotauka here in Dunedin. Interesting. Mm. There are big events starting tomorrow night, which is an, an eve. It's like kind of like a, you know, how you, how you have an eve party the night before. Uh, Carisbrook School have a big event on starting at 5pm. You can check out the listing for that. Uh, it's on our Facebook page too. We've been sharing all of the Facebook events through our Facebook pages. There's an enormous event on at Otago Museum on Sunday. Everybody's welcome to join in with that. Most of our events are free. Some of them ask you to bring koha so that we can share our generosity to people that don't have as much as us. Just like the Octagon event tomorrow morning in the Octagon from 7am, Family Works Food Bank have moved their annual can and non-perishable food donations collection event to the eve of the rising of Matariki in our northeastern sky to encourage people to think about what this season means. It is the end of the harvest, but it's also the beginning of this week-long of feasting. And that is a good time to mention that the reason that we have our festival running for two weeks is that there are so many events on we couldn't possibly squeeze them all into one week of feasting. So there are feasting events at the beginning and some quieter events at the end. If you're interested in traditional healing, uh, Takapu Water exponent Rob Thorne is coming down with to deliver several workshops with porotiti, which is a, a just beautiful musical instrument that's also used for um, respiratory illness 
healing. And in this time of COVID and the flu that has been not quite so prevalent this year, but quite nasty, some people have been really knocked around. It's a lovely way to return yourself to full health. You can join in. They held those workshops are being held at the city library. The city library has so much on that, like it would take me all day to get through all of the events that the wonderful team at the city library have put together. Check out their website if you miss the finer details, but they're all also on our website, matadakidunedin.co.nz. And we're talking about, you know, the if you like, the, the formal programme of events, the ones that you have been able to um, discuss with organisers. But I imagine also at this time of year there's there's all sorts, all sorts of things going on, on within whanau, within smaller groups that aren't necessarily part of any, of any formal Pākamātika festival programme. That's right. Well, the festival brings together public events, but there are lots of, like you say, smaller, more intimate events that people are, are hosting at home and this it's heartening for me it it is a modern resurgence of our traditions but this redux is good for all citizens we're all looking to our ancestral knowledge to plan for a better future we know that we're particularly vulnerable here in Otipote Dunedin to very real climate change events and uh, we've been quite affected by the closing down of international tourism we are always happy to talk about what's wonderful and unique here in Dunedin, but um, well, let's celebrate it too, not just talk about it. Vicky, I imagine that the festival, it's continuing to evolve. There have been some uh, traditions in terms of events that have been regular parts of the festival over the years. Some come, some go. Anything that, that has continued through the programme that's something they just can't let go of? Uh, no, actually. Um, uh, interestingly, a couple of the uh, the, the long stayers that uh, I was very hopeful, somewhat selfishly, because I like the continuity, um, have not surfaced this year. There's an, um, a couple of absences that you might, if you know what I'm talking about, you might say that they're not there. That's okay, because the Otipoti version of celebrating Titoho Māori, the Māori New Year, this has been evolving for 15 years or so, and it is time, really. I mean, that's an entire lifetime for a tall person, mm. you know. <laughs> Some of us have people who are older than that and we can't imagine how that happened. Turn around and suddenly we've got adult kids. What's, uh, this is kind of unrelated, but are you? what's your sense uh, about the decision to have next from next year a national day, a national holiday? Has that been part of the discussion? I'm excited. Uh, it presents an opportunity for New Zealanders to really own that we are down here in the deep south of the Pacific Ocean and that we have um, overlooked some of our really solid, and let's be frank, scientifically sound traditions of, of navigation and observation of our environment over thousands of years of living in this vicinity. It's, um, it's timely. As a nation, we're becoming stronger and stronger in our emerging identity that that draws on all of the threads that go into this kākahu that wraps us up. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. It also gives me an opportunity to remind people that down here in in, um, Te Waiponamu, ngātahu aren't the same as everybody else. 
we have a slightly different way of doing things because we're in a different place. And our whakapapa is slightly different from everybody else's as well too. So that goes some way to explaining why we recognise both puaka and matariki as our seasonal markers. Tell us a little bit more about that for those who don't know. So Aorohe, our district, our jurisdiction, our territory is enormous. It runs almost up to the top of the South Island and way past the bottom. That means that, <clears throat> excuse me, depending on where you are in, in the district, depends on what the sky looks like. So in certain parts of our district, Matariki isn't visible in the dawn sky in the, this time of year. It's easy to see Pauaka in the mountains. And they're both traditions that we've brought with us from Te Moana Nui Akiwa, from our ancestors have brought them with them on the waka from Hawaki Nui. Pauaka is known as Puanga in the north and uh, instantly recognisable to um, those that live on the other side of the mountains, for example, Turangi, Whanganui, Parihaka, those places recognise Puanga because Matariki's too hard to see. And a little point of difference about the rising, heliacal rising depends on where the celestial body sits within the uh, influence of the sun. At this time of the year, the sun, when it rises, it covers up Matariki, it's too bright from Friday morning. We'll be in the correct moon phase as well. So it's all very complicated. The maths is really exciting as well. So the maths that is required to get from one side of the ocean to the other safely and all of the other knowledge that goes into it, it's just so complicated. It's really exciting. Well, it's an opportunity to learn. That's partly what the festival is about too, isn't it? Yes. And there will, will be still many who, uh, as we embark upon this festival, as we look forward to next year and this national celebration, who might want to find out a little bit more about what this is all about. Mm. So what better time to do it? Than That's that? right. Well, you can start your uh, journey of investigation on our About page. Our um, resident expert is Victoria Campbell and, and she has been working with Professor Rangi Matamua and she's also a real expert and um, very steeped in our ancestral stories down here in Tuaponamu. Um, she's fantastic and very, very generous woman. It's lovely to work with her. I've always enjoyed having chats. She's got so much knowledge and so much joy to share. Um, but we also um, look forward to uh, aligning with the rest of the country too. So we do take our lead from Nangi Matamo. His, his tradition is one tradition. There are many traditions. Um, Fire Helen spoke at length last year on ORFM about the Ngāti Parau traditions. They're slightly different. So wherever you are in Aotearoa, there are slightly different traditions, but we are all acknowledging the changing of the year at around the same time. Vicky, thanks for taking some time to join us this morning for this corridor. It's been so interesting, and we're excited to look ahead to this busy, busy fortnight uh, mm. of celebrations. There's so much on. 
do check out the festival website matarikidunedin.co.nz if you don't have access to the internet yourself maybe uh, have a conversation with someone who does uh, and um, other ways to find out about the program yes <laughs> I am waiting for the printed program to come back from the press hopefully today and I'll be running around town to all of the usuals. Plenty to do still, Vicky. There's so much to do. <laughs> Kia ora, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.